Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. clubhouse leader right <laughs> he is the leader he's the only guy Bellinger hits one in the air deep center field Zawinski goes back looks up gone Cody Bellinger with a three-run home run the route is on it is 13-1 Cubs here in the eighth inning home run number 26 for Belly. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Another belly bomb as we uh, celebrate the re-signing of Cody Bellinger to the Cubs. Three years, $80 million is the contract. And to discuss that, let's head on out now to the Score Hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois. We'll talk to the man who happened to call that last home run uh, from Cubs Radio, our friend Zach Zaidman joining us. And Zach, you're... Your first reactions to the uh, the news of Bellinger's re-signing. Espo, good morning. My first reaction is today is a good day for the Chicago Cubs, right? This is what I think everyone wanted when spring training started. And unfortunately, they did not agree to anything in time to start the spring. But as I've said all along, and Espo, you've heard me say this on a number of different shows, when you have a team that wants a player, and a player that enjoys playing for that team, ultimately, you almost always find a way to work it out. And that's exactly what happened. Now, I think there was an understanding when the offseason began that if there was going to be a mega deal somewhere else, that the Cubs were going to lose Bellinger. But that mega deal from someone else never materialized. So it was only a matter of time before what transpired Uh, late last night, early this morning, transpired. And it's a good thing for the Cubs. I think it's a good thing for Bellinger. And I'm not a big fan of, like, no one cares, right? If you root for the Cubs, you don't care who, quote-unquote, won the deal. 
All you care about is that a guy with 307 with 26 bombs and 97 RBIs last year played gold glove defense and center and at first is on your team. And it's a team that's been upgraded from when we last saw them at the tail end of last season. This is a very good day for the Cubs. Yeah, Zach, I couldn't agree with you more. And we also have people uh, complaining via text that uh, they don't like it because Belly can opt out after the first year, to which my thought is, well, if he opts out after the first year, that means he's had another great year. Well, I, I think you're exactly right. But the other thing is there clearly is doubt around Major League Baseball as to whether Bellinger can repeat what we saw last year. You know, and I, I think that's important to remember. I know people don't like to talk about the metrics of baseball, but all the metrics point to last year being an aberration. I don't think the Cubs feel that way, but they have to protect themselves. Clearly, the rest of baseball felt that way, that the exit velocity, the hard hit percentage, the barrel percentage, not quite in line with the numbers that Bellinger put up last season. So what I'm trying to say is that more often than not, if you have weaknesses in those those three areas, exit velocity, hard hit percentage, barrel percentage, you normally don't hit 307 with 26 home runs and 97 RBIs. I, I think people want to see if Bellinger can stay healthy for multiple seasons in a row. And I think they want to see if he can produce at this high level with those percentages not being in line with what you normally get with those numbers. So for the Cubs, it's an excellent opportunity to add a guy who is so highly respected inside that clubhouse and inside that organization. For Bellinger, it's an opportunity. And I like this. You're getting a guy with a chip on his shoulder, a guy that's probably a little ticked off that the rest of the league counted him out and didn't believe in the numbers that he put up last season. And if he does do exactly the same thing, he's going to get an opportunity to make a lot more money than the $30 million he's going to make this upcoming season. We're talking to Zach Zaidman from Cubs Radio right here on The Score. Mike Esposito with you until noon talking about Cody Bellinger's new contract with the Cubs. And Zach, to me, the the other thing about Belly, in addition to all the things you've mentioned, is you know the position versatility is great. The defensive skills are fantastic. But that left-handed bat in the middle of the order, of the order that the Cubs had desperately needed, right? I mean, he, he fit that need like a glove and certainly uh, figures to be a, a fixture in the middle of Craig Council's lineup uh, this season. Yeah, I think one of the real concerns at the beginning of spring training was how in the world are the Cubs going to be able to successfully perform against right-handed pitching, especially without Bellinger and those numbers that we've talked about all throughout the show being in that lineup. And now you feel a little bit better about that. Now, the Cubs, they did not stand pat this offseason. So there, there are a lot of different things at play that I think are important to mention. So they go out and they make the trade for Michael Bush. This guy was one of the, the highly touted prospects in, in baseball for the Dodgers last season. And he had a little bit of a cup of coffee with the big league club. They're expecting him to be a performer this season. Uh, from the left side. So that's important to remember, too. They brought in, by all accounts, a guy who's considered to be, if not the best manager in the game in Craig Council, one of the top two or three. That's how good he is. Well, why do you bring in somebody like that? Because 
they're very high on the prospects that they have down on the farm. And there's power in numbers when it comes to those prospects. Not every big name from down in the minors is going to become a bona fide major leaguer for the Cubs. But you'd like to think that a few of those guys, and I know the organization believes that a few of those guys will be factors this season on the big league roster. So now you have a manager who all he's done in his managerial life in the majors is help develop young talent and get the most out of them almost immediately. That's what he did with Milwaukee. That's why the Brewers were able to compete with the big teams in the NL Central and the Cubs and the Cardinals and carve out their niche. Now you have him on the Cubs to be able to take some of that talent that eventually is going to find its way to the major league roster, and hopefully you can get those guys to perform as quickly as possible. So there's a lot to like about what the Cubs did. I think they fortified the bullpen, which we have not talked about, but when you go back to the collapse at the end of last season, well, what's the reason for that? Cubs didn't have depth in their bullpen. So once guys got fatigued because of overusage and injuries, they couldn't compete in September when they needed that bullpen to be at its best. And now you add Hector Neris and Yancy Almonte to the mix, and you know that you can count on Adbert Alzali and Mark Leiter Jr. and Julian Merriweather. And again, they're going to be young guys that we're not really talking about that are going to be part of that mix as well. And in terms of the starting rotation, you feel a lot more confident in Justin Steele heading into this season. You're no longer wondering what he can do. You know if he's healthy, he's going to be a factor, right? A big-time factor. You have Kyle Hendricks for the entire season. That's a big deal. I think anyone who's watched any of the spring training coverage so far uh, the last week and a half, you can see that Jamison Tyone is in significantly better shape than he was last year. And they add the Japanese star, Shota Imanaga, to the mix. And who's that fifth starter? Is it going to be Jordan Wicks? Is it going to be Javier Assad? Is it going to be Hayden Wisniewski or, or someone else? There are options there, but options that you like. Yeah, and not to get too far off of Bellinger because we want to stay with the news of the day, but I wanted to quickly ask you about Shota Imanaga because I love, I, I'm very intrigued by him. You watch the World Baseball Classic. You see what he has. He's kind of that sneaky veteran-type pitcher, but you hear a lot of great things about uh, what – he brings to the table in terms of pitch mix and everything. What have you seen? I know it's super early, but what, what have you seen and what do you think of the Cubs signing of, of Shota Imanaga? Well, he's a veteran pitcher, so you're not looking at a guy who's going to need a lot of time to acclimate himself to the majors. I think one of the things that I look at overall, I think it's been a lot harder for the, the star Japanese hitters to acclimate themselves to major league baseball. I mean, it, it, it's taken say a Suzuki a while to, to kind of fit in. It has not taken the, the star Japanese pitchers who have joined the major leagues to become factors right away. So I, I think that's the reason for a lot of optimism when it comes to Emanaga. He's crafty. He's not a fireballer. He, he's, he, he uses pitching as an art in order to get you out, kind of a left-handed Kyle Hendricks. So that's exciting to me in terms of what they can do. And if Wicks is able to win the number five job, there's a uniqueness to this rotation where you could have three lefties in the starting rotation in Steele and Managa and, and, and Wicks as part of the mix. You don't often see that 
in Major League Baseball. But I want to get back to your point about Bellinger, right? Because this is Cody Bellinger's day. Uh, you're expecting a lot of big things for, from him uh, this upcoming season. I just like the fact that when you look at the Cubs clubhouse and all those young prospects that I think are going to start to work their way onto the major league roster before long, you think about the veteran presence and being able to teach guys how to do things the right way. Cubs have a lot of those guys in their clubhouse. And it starts with Dansby Swanson. There's Jan Gomes. I know Nico Horner is young, but he's so much wiser uh, than, than, than most people he, his age. And, and he's got that sense of professionalism and he's proven that he belongs. And I think even the younger players look at, at, at Nico almost like a veteran, but there's Ian Happ, Cody Bellinger. I mean, you have guys that do it the right way. So just by osmosis, meaning if you're just a young guy in that clubhouse, there's a certain way that you learn to conduct yourself. And it's by looking at the veteran players, the Cubs have, a good bunch. There are no knuckleheads when it comes to the veteran leadership in the Cubs clubhouse. And I think that's very encouraging. Yeah, without question, Zach. And that was uh, one of the things that as this saga played out and you heard from some of the Cubs, especially as they reported to, to spring training, not, a, not a bad word about Cody. Everyone wanted him back. You know, uh, I was laughing, listening to some Nico Horner sound where he's like, you know, it's okay. We can say his name. You know, we'd like to have him back. It'd be good to have him back on the team. <laughs> But it's, you know, it's exactly what you said. And and this is a guy who was, and we know about the struggles before he came to the Cubs, but once upon a time, the MVP of the league. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, the skill is there. Yeah. Rookie of the year, MVP of the league, a, a, a big force for, for the Dodgers uh, back in the day. Then the injuries hit and you really didn't see him look like the Cody Bellinger of that MVP season until this past year when he hit 307 with the 26 home runs and the 97 RBIs. I think sometimes you, you don't really know about somebody. There are a lot of things you can't learn until you're around a guy every single day. And I think what the Cubs learned last season is he's the equivalent of a baseball gym rat. You know, even if he wasn't getting paid a, a gazillion dollars, this guy loves ball and he loves baseball. And you're always going to find him working on his craft. He believes that he could not perform at the level that you saw last season uh, at the tail end of his Dodgers career because he wasn't healthy enough to be able to do the things he saw last year. I think the Cubs and the rest of the league had a little bit of doubt as to whether or not that that could continue in terms of health. That's why this deal makes the most sense for both sides. For the Cubs, you bring back a guy who you really loved and you really appreciated, and the, the leadership aspect is another thing that that also is important. If you're trying to win, you want guys like Cody Bellinger on your team because of what he provides on and off the field. But I, I think for Bellinger, what it does is it gives him the option where if you repeat, remember, everyone doubted you. And that probably includes the Cubs a little bit. If you're able to repeat or even do better than what you did last season, you're going to get that big payday. And that's why I think this is a deal that works for both sides. And, I think in a National League Central that is wide open, you know, Milwaukee is not as good because of the loss of Burns, because of the loss of Craig Council. You know, the Cardinals still have a lot of questions. They added some pitchers to their rotation, but you're still scratching your head as to wondering whether or not those guys are going to live up to expectations 
You know, the Reds to me are loaded with young talent, but you still got to prove it. And the, the Cubs are right there in a division that's right there for the taking. And you're a better team, at least right now, than you were at the end of last season. That's why uh, there are a lot of happy people around Cubs Nation right now. Absolutely. A few more minutes with Zach Zaidman from Cubs Radio. And Zach, one of the great things and cool things about your job doing the pre and post on the on the uh, Cubs Radio broadcast here on The Score, you get to know the players. You're there every day. You're in and out of that clubhouse. What, you know, nugget uh, or, you know, whatever you want to call it about Cody Bellinger. I'm sure our listeners would love to get kind of the inside baseball stuff, but you get to know the guy a little bit, right? As opposed to just being, you know, a face on your TV screen. And I think you just gave us one, right? He's, he's a, he's a gym rat. He's a baseball gym rat, but in getting to know belly last year, what, what else stood out to you? Well, I think if you're a young player and you watch now, again, he gets dinged for this from a contractual standpoint, but his, two-strike approach is outstanding, right? To constantly foul the ball off and put himself in a position where he can get his pitch and find a way to get on base. Again, I think that's the reason that the exit velocity isn't what you want it to be. You know, when you look at it from a metric standpoint, the hard hit percentage is low, the barrel rate is low, but it's because he keeps himself alive with great what they call bat-to-ball skills. And I think if you're a young player, you can learn that. And, And it's funny you know, last year, anytime a Cub had a big hit, a big moment, they'd always kind of do that thing with, uh, with the left hand kind of uh, uh-huh. motioning it up high and, 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 and that little circle. Well, the reason for that is Cody Bellinger because, and I forget exactly when this happened, but they were, they were having a conversation, just the guys in the clubhouse and then in the dugout, you know, about Belly's approach and, and what he's looking for. And he used to joke with them last year. Well, I'm just looking for a pitch in this general direction right here. And, and that's the motion he did with it. <laughs> with, with his hand, which, and, and obviously he was having monster success. I mean, there, there was a point for two months where Cody Bellinger was carrying the Cubs. You know, he had that knee injury slamming into the wall, making a great catch in Houston and, and the Cubs dipped and they were what? 10 games below 500. Then he yep. comes back and they roared through the summer because, because I think everyone was expecting Bellinger to get traded at the deadline, right? I mean, it, it, it was a foregone yeah. conclusion. He's going to the Yankees. He's not going to be around. And they go on this monster run because he spearheaded the run. He was carrying the offense. And, you know, so they asked him for his – so then they started doing that motion with the hand because you can't teach that, right? <laughs> Just one no. of those things. So it, it was almost like they were making fun of him, but it became a rallying call – for the group and uh you know they didn't want to talk about it during the the middle of the season last year i kept trying to get guys to explain it to me i finally found out that at the end of the year and then uh, i think mike talkman let out the secret at cubs convention but that, that's that's another thing about bellinger and i think it's very important to go back and take a look at why why the collapse happened in september because you have to be able to fix that in order to move ahead this season so one I mentioned the bullpen, right? And I think they fortified that with the additions of Neris and Almonte and having the healthy guys that, that were big performers for them last year. And there are guys that we're not talking about down in the minor leagues that, that may be a factor in that pen before all is said and done. And, for example, if Jordan Wicks wins the number five job, well, now you get significantly better in that bullpen with uh, Javier Assad, who I think can do a little bit of everything. 
And if Hayden Wisniewski doesn't win that number five job and is just concentrating on being a reliever, I think he can be more impactful than at any point than we've seen him as a Cub because now you can just throw as hard as you want and occasionally have that sweeper going for you. It's very hard to hit, uh, you know, for just one inning when you can you can let it all out uh, on the mound as a reliever. So fixing the pen was one part. Part number two, fixing the defense and making sure that you're at the best when you need to be at your best. And I think guys kind of wore down a little bit at the tail end of last season because they, I think, expended so much energy, Espo, just trying to get back into the race during that two-month stretch uh, to get themselves back to, what, uh, 12 games above the 500 mark uh, at the start of September. And then the other thing is Cody Bellinger, after that, that great stretch, kind of wore down a little bit in September. So do you have more weapons with you offensively, more depth, in order to make sure guys can get a little bit of rest. And I think that's where Craig Council kind of plays in uh, a little bit because he has a great understanding of the analytical aspect from his time, his brief time in the Milwaukee front office. Obviously a, a terrific managerial career with the Brewers, but also he played and you com- and, and played for highly successful teams where he was a factor with, with those championship teams in Arizona and, and with the Marlins. So I think when you start to take a look at that, that whole combination – I think there's a lot to like about the things that the Cubs are doing in order to try and get better. And this Bellinger deal, something that we've not talked about just yet, Espo, this Bellinger deal offers the Cubs flexibility to make other moves. And those moves might not be made during spring training or early on in the season. But if you show that you're really in the mix come trading deadline, now you have the flexibility to get significantly better because of some of the money that you saved at this point in the season. There's no doubt, Zach, that this is setting up as as a great potential season for the Cubs in terms of what's out there for them. Uh, as we let you go, last thing for you, and, and you kind of addressed it there, but I'm going to guess based on just numbers that this is kind of where this team uh, breaks camp with maybe a minor addition or two. Uh, do you think, because we have people asking, any of these other free agents uh, looking as likelihoods for the Cubs, what's your take on, on short-term spring training moves still to come for the Cubs, if any? I don't, I don't think anything big. I, I know people are probably wondering about the other big Boris clients. I, I yep. don't believe. Now, again, what we've learned about the Cubs and the way they operate is you will not hear any rumors, and then, bam, a big move gets made when they make a move. But I, I think what this does is it gives them the flexibility to if, if they need to, in the middle of the season, go out and make the kind of move that you need to to enhance the ball club. But I think they're very high on some of their prospects. And while they won't talk about that publicly, I believe that they think a few of those guys will be a factor on the 2024 roster at the major league level before all is said and done. And I think some of those guys are going to get an opportunity to do their thing and we have not really talked about that this offseason because we spent so much time talking about who they may add or who they haven't added. But the greatest improvement could come from within. And then it's you want to see better seasons from, say, a Suzuki. You want to see Miko Horner add a little bit more power. What can Christopher Morell do if he's an everyday player in this lineup? You saw what he did last year without playing regularly. Imagine now if he gets regular at-bats with his potential 
and the stuff that he's already done. So I, I think the improvement that you're looking for is going to be internal, in my opinion. Zach, great talking with you. We didn't even get to the prospects or uh, PCA, any of that. We'll do that next time. But we appreciate your time this morning as we talk belly. Yeah, we have a long way to go before the start of the regular season. So there's plenty of time to get to all of that stuff. Espo, great chatting. Great chatting with you, Zach. Zach Zaidman from Cubs Radio right here on 670. The score does such a great job uh, on the pre and post and as well as filling in on play-by-play when Pat has the day off. So thrilled to talk to Zach about the news of the morning. If you're just getting up, maybe you had a late night last night. Cody Bellinger back with the Cubs. Three years, $80 million. Opt-outs after the first and second year for Bellinger. But... The big news, number 24, re-signed. We'll be seeing belly bombs at Wrigley Field all season. Lots of whoop there it is, hopefully, uh, while Bellinger comes up to the plate. Uh, Three years, $80 million for Cody Bellinger as he returns to the Cubs. We want to talk to you. We're here till noon. We'll be getting your reaction to this move the rest of the way. 312-644-6767. This is Mike Esposito with you until 12 here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I mean, the guys that played with Bailey last year obviously want him here again. Um you know, he was just such a great friend, great teammate, great clubhouse presence for us, and obviously what he did on the field was really special. But, um, yeah, I would say pretty much everyone that played with him last year, is a, it's a wide-known consensus that we uh, would like to play with him again. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670 The Score. That's Justin Steele. He was talking there, hoping, hoping, hoping that Cody Bellinger would re-sign with the Cubs. Well, Justin Steele, you got your wish. As this morning it came out, announced uh, Jeff Passan first with this one. Bellinger back with the Cubs, three years, $80 million. We've had a lot of fun talking with you guys all morning about the re-signing of Cody Bellinger and Steele and the Cubs. Uh, Rest of the team, undoubtedly very happy to see him. Uh, We do have it uh, here off of Bob Nightingale's Twitter that Belly is already at Cubs camp, and not a shock considering he lives down in the Scottsdale area. But Belly, already there, he's got to take his physical, and then you will undoubtedly see him back in uniform out there. But 
Great news for the Cubs. Great news for Cody Bellinger. Three years, $80 million on the deal. $30 million in years one and two. $20 million in year three. Bellinger with a player opt-out after the first, each of the first two years. So he can opt-out after year one. He can also opt-out after year two. It's Mike Esposito here with you until noon. We're talking about the Bellinger signing. Talking to you at 312-644-6767. We want your opinions on the Bellinger deal. And first up on the phones, all the way in Queens, it's Ben talking baseball here on the score. Hey, Ben, good morning. Mike, happy day. Kalu Kalei. I love this signing. And let me tell you, you know, I've, we, I've spoken with you and Bruce about, you know, Cody Bellinger. There's the pros and cons. I could take each side. You know, the projections are somewhere between 2.4 and 2.6 all throughout fan graphs. Not great. But then again, we've also talked about, you know, he did everything that Dustin Kelly wanted him to do, and he had a great season. We just saw the greatest Cubs team get dismantled because they couldn't figure out a two-strike approach, and this guy has it. But whether or not I want Cody Bellinger on the team or not, the contract is an absolute win. Can we officially say that the Cubs just beat Scott Boris? They just got exactly what they want. They get prime years, what, age 28 through 30 season. If he has a great season, he can opt out. He can go away, and the Cubs can put that money towards Juan Soto. But if, he, if he's just okay, I think he's going to have like a 28, his 2018 season, which nobody talks about. It was a good season. Uh, I think 3.8 uh, wins above replacement off the top of my head, somewhere around there. But he's definitely he's everything that's going to make this team win. I already had the Cubs at plus 185. I see they jumped ahead of the Cardinals. I don't see how there's going to be any team in the division that has the depth to beat the Cubs. Go Cubs. Love you. I can't wait to talk to you more. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> ben, great talking with you and appreciate it. I, I agree with a lot of what you said there. And I think, you know, certainly depth wise, it's this is a huge get for the Cubs um, in terms of where he fits both in their lineup offensively and defensively. You know, he's he's a left handed power bat. He is a guy who's going to give you gold glove defense at two different positions. He gives you depth. He gives you extra time with all of your outfield prospects, many of whom are 21 or 22 years old still and could use that extra seasoning in the minors. But I agree. I I think, and this is my opinion based on what I saw last year and what you saw from him before he got hurt, I think barring injury and and the way Belly was able to bounce back and and kind of uh, with his new plate discipline and his new approach at the plate, what we were able to see last year, I think – I think there is a nice solid floor for Belly, and I I love that he's back with the Cubs uh, for many reasons. The clubhouse stuff too. We t- we've talked about it throughout the show. Uh, the uh, teammates openly lobbying uh, Dansby, Nico. We just heard Justin Steele coming into this segment. You know the guys in the team openly lobbying for Bellinger to to return to the Cubs for the Cubs to re-sign him. It was just a matter of time, even from Jed Hoyer. I mean, this goes back to, I remember this, this is probably before the season ended. It might have been, if I'm remembering correctly, that last weekend of the season, once the Cubs had been eliminated, I think it was, they were in Milwaukee that last Sunday of the season, they were eliminated from the playoffs. They knew they were eliminated. So they kind of knew that was the end of that group and everyone, including Bellinger talked about how much he enjoyed his time with the Cubs. He'd love to be back. You heard then Jed Hoyer at a season-ending press conference say, listen, 
Nothing but great things to say about Cody as a player, as a person. We loved having him here. We hope to have him back. Of course, they're not going to say, you know, we're going to do whatever we have to do. We're going to give him, you know, X amount of dollars, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the nice thing that I think we've learned, and we heard this from, from Zach, right? When we talked to Zach Zaidman uh, during the first segment of the hour, you're not going to get a lot of uh, hints from Jed Hoyer in this Cubs front office. You're not going to have them come out and flat out negotiate uh, through the media. You're not going to, you're going to hear nothing. And then something's going to pop just like this. You all suspected that it might happen. And you woke up this morning, at least I did at, you know, 6.30 or whatever AM. And, you know, right there on uh, Twitter for you or on your phone was Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs. The news broke somehow at like two in the morning. I don't know how that happened, but that's what happened. And uh, we were all very happy to, to see it as we rolled out of bed this morning. So Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs, a great fit uh, on many levels. And uh, your home of the Cubs right here, 670, the score all season long. Uh, we'll be excited to uh, be calling lots of Cody Bellinger uh, highlights, hopefully. Pat and Ron will right here on the score. Let's do one more call before we break. Jack is in Aurora, and Jack's up next talking about Cody Bellinger and the Cubs. Hey, Jack. Hey, uh, I just want to talk about the bullpen a little bit. I think sure. bringing in Council like, definitely improves it. I know they didn't bring a lot of guys in. I know Naris had like the sub-200 ERA last year, but I think just bringing in Council, the bullpen's going to be solid. He just has the ability to manage it. and Unfortunately, we saw that on the other side in Milwaukee last year, but it's going to be nice having him in Chicago this year. Yeah, I agree, Jack. And, and listen, we, we saw a great performance out of the bullpen, and then they kind of ran out of gas. And this was, you know, Zach Zaidman and I talked about this. We talked about this during the season last year, and you hoped you could ride it out throughout the end of the season. In the end, you just couldn't. The Cubs were 10 games under 500 in early June you know, coinciding with the Bellinger injury, actually. And then as he came back, the Cubs caught fire. Bellinger was one of the hottest hitters in baseball for the second half of the season. But if you recall, David Ross leaned on those arms in that bullpen very heavily. You had a ton of Alzali. You had a ton of Leiter Jr. You had a ton of Julian Merriweather. Um, those guys got used. And I don't want to say used up, but when Alzali got hurt in early September... That really, to me, as you look back on it, that was the huge uh, turning point in September of last year. Because without him at the back of that bullpen, you you ended up seeing Leiter trying to close. You had uh, Merriweather, as we said. Um, Jose Quas came in. He was the guy you traded from uh, from Kansas City. Palencia got uh, usage. Um, but you, you missed a key cog there with Albert Alzali injured. Combine that with the fact that you really got heavy usage out of Leiter Jr. and Merriweather uh, throughout the bulk of that season, and they ran out of gas. And that's not an indictment of the players at all. Career years for Merriweather and Leiter Jr., and Elzelai for that matter. But with the usage that they were uh, given last year, and, and listen, David Ross didn't have a choice. That that was Those were his guys. Those were his back end of his bullpen. And as you're winning uh, consistently throughout all of June, July, and August, you, you use those guys heavily. He didn't have other guys to lean on in the bullpen. Hopefully with Hector Neris and uh, others that this is something that uh, they have more depth for Craig Council 
this year. We are here until noon, as I mentioned, coming up at noon, BetMGM and 670 The Score honoring Hall of Famer Chris Chelios' career and the retirement of his number seven jersey. David Haw and Mark Grody broadcasting live from noon to three at Kaiser Tiger, including a visit from the man of the hour, Chris Chelios, uh, right at noon early on in the show. Come by and say hi to David and to Mark before heading to the game. It's today from noon to three. Kaiser Tiger is located at 1415 West Randolph, right near the United Center. BetMGM also celebrating by offering a $7 bonus bet to all customers in Illinois. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, a great guest list, too, for, for Haw and Grody. Uh, in addition to Chelly, Doug Wilson will be on, Steve Larmer, Steve Rosenblum, and former GM of the Hawks, Dale Talent. So all of that, definitely worth sticking around for. That's from noon to 3 at Kaiser Tiger on Randolph near the United Center. We'll wrap up our... Cubs show as we do the Cody Bellinger reaction. Uh, one more segment with me, Mike Esposito, 312-644-6767. Your thoughts on Bellinger re-signing with the Cubs three years, $80 million. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We didn't talk about that, but we have a good relationship. You know, we were texting the other day about his award, and he's got nothing but positive thoughts about the organization. We have nothing but positive thoughts about him. And so, yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're, it's, a, it's a good relationship. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670, The Score. That's Jed Hoyer, Cubs president of baseball operations, and uh, talking about his relationship with Cody Bellinger. Nothing but positives from the player side. Nothing but positives from the organization side. And this morning, while you were sleeping, the news broke. Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs. Three years, $80 million. We've been on talking about it for the last few hours. And uh, it's been fun uh, thinking about what Cody Bellinger and this Cubs team might do. And the details of the contract, if you're wondering, if you're just joining us, again, it's three years for 80 mil, the first year. 30 million, the second year, 30 million, the third year, 20 million with player opt-outs after years one and two. So Bellinger 
in a way, again, betting on himself. The Cubs guaranteeing that 80 for three if if that's how it works out. But truthfully, I mean, it's it's unlikely that the three and 80 plays out one way or another. If Belly has a huge year and the Cubs want to extend him, it figures to work that way. If Belly has a huge year and opts out, he could end up somewhere else. But And we pointed this out earlier in the show. Uh, the Cubs have tons of outfield depth in their minor league system. Some great prospects, the names you've heard of before, including... Pico Armstrong. So we'll talk about that undoubtedly throughout spring training. But right now we want to head back out to the phones. 312-644-6767. Wayne is out in Lafayette and he joins us on the score. Hey, Wayne, good morning. Hi, Espo. Been a long time since I talked to you, buddy. How you doing? All all good. Hope you're good too, Wayne. I'm doing real great, buddy. You're doing real great. And uh, hey, I wanted to ask you before we get to the are you related to Tony Esposito? I am not. I I happily own the jersey, but I am not related. Okay, I just want to make sure. I've always, always wanted to ask you that if I ever <laughs> talked to you. But anyway, yep. uh, thank you for that. Anyway, but hey, I'm a, I'm a White Sox fan, but but I'm I'm a, I'm I'm live here in Indiana, so I I love Chicago teams. You know, I got some yep. friends from Chicago that just are they, they, if it's the Cubs or the White Sox, they hate each other, and I and I'm, I'm not into that stuff. But I like I like I'm I like the uh, I like the um, Cubs to be able to just any Chicago team to go to another town and just beat on them, like 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 we hate. We hate the Green Bay Packers. We want, always want the Bears to beat them, but like oh, yeah. San Diego, and now now this puts the Cubs up there. They they can they can they can keep up with the Braves and with the Houston and with those other really top even Dodgers. You know what I mean? They, could, they with Bellinger on there, this could, this could keep them in good contention with those teams, and uh, that's that's a really a big step in the right direction. And I'm I just I'm just happy for Chicago and just glad to see Bellinger back there because it was just a really great to watch him and and. Uh, see him come through for Chicago. I'm always for the White Sox when the Cubs play, but other than that, I'm for the Cubs. You know what I mean? So well, thank I, you. Thank I you. Just, yeah. Appreciate you, Wayne. Thanks for the call. Wayne, longtime uh, score caller, and we appreciate uh, him checking in. I agree with him. I, I think this is a win for the Cubs. I think this takes the Cubs from being a possible playoff team to being the favorite in their division and uh, certainly a serious contender in the National League. The other thing this does is that as you go through the season with this group, as you approach the deadline, let's say and assume that the Cubs play up to their abilities and they are contending slash leading the National League Central, well, guess what? At the trade deadline, they're likely to add players at the trade deadline. They have the depth in the farm system to do so. Um, and if Belly is playing like he did last year, Dansby is playing like he did last year, if you're getting what you think you're uh, going to get out of guys like Ian Happ and Seiya Suzuki and Nico Horner, uh, this could be a division-winning team. We haven't even touched on Christopher Morell, who might have your best power bat in the entire organization. Uh I am super curious to see how Christopher Morell does at third base. I'm not predicting anything. I literally am just excited to see it. I want to see what he can do. Because if he can hold his own at third base with the glove, you know what he brings with the bat. And adding that bat into the lineup that already includes Bellinger, Swanson, Hap, Seiya, Nico, all of those guys every day, uh, that is going to be one heck of a lineup. And there's a lineup that's going to score a ton of runs. And a team that is going to contend, and I know Northside baseball fans, Cubs fans, 
are going to be very uh, happy with the results of that. I think, I think it sets up to be a very nice year on the north side. Uh, a few texts uh, as we uh, wind down the show here today. 312-644-6767 is uh, the number. Uh, an 847 texter wondering what this says about Boris's strategy in terms of the rest of the free agents that are still out there with Matt Chapman and Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, J.D. Martinez. I think, you know, what? if, if anything, this shows that this is just not a good free agent market in terms of if your name is not Shohei Otani or, you know, the the top, top echelon of this, you know, some of the uh, free agent dollars that went to Yamamoto and to Otani, um, there hasn't been, you know, a lot of these other guys that we're talking about are guys that we were talking about right after the World Series. If you looked at top 10 free agent lists back in October, November, you know, Belly was on there, Snell was on there, Montgomery was on there, um, Matt Chapman was on there, in addition to Otani and Yamamoto. But, you know, these guys were all on there. It's not like they're bad players. Far from it. I mean, Blake Snell was your Cy Young Award winner last year. He was your Cy Young Award winner in the National League. And it just comes down to, in a lot of cases, teams not wanting to commit huge dollars and it's not even necessarily the dollars as it is the years, technically, I think, with some of these guys, uh, like a Blake Snell, older guy. I'm sure he'll still end up with a nice deal in terms of this year. But in terms of Boris's strategy, I don't know. It's worked. Here's the thing about Scott Boris. Say what you will about him. Say what you will about his strategy. There is a reason why his clientele reads like a Major League Baseball All-Star Game roster. It's because over many decades, he has gotten top dollar for his players in free agency. I mean, that's not, not it's far from knocking the guy. It's, it's kind of patting him on the back a little bit for saying, hey, you know, you do a good job for your clients, which at the end of the day, he doesn't care if people around baseball hate him. He's there to make money for himself and for his clients. And, you know, he keeps signing clients left, right, because he keeps getting guys these top dollar deals. Now, say what you will about his strategy going into this offseason. The agent's job is always to ask for a ton of money and a ton of years, and then you negotiate with the teams. And I think what we saw, and Tom Ricketts came out the other day when he talked to the media at the start of spring training and said, listen, you know, we're ready to negotiate when they want to engage. You know, you take that as, as what you will, but basically, you know, we, we, we're interested in your player. If you want to negotiate, you know, let's let's negotiate, but we're not going to meet your what what they thought was a too high asking price. And in the end, I think this is a win for everybody, right? Three years, $80 million for Cody Bellinger. He will be back. Good old number 24 on the north side, playing first, playing center, batting in the middle of Craig Council's lineup. And we are all, I think, as Cubs fans, excited to welcome Cody Bellinger back to town. We have lots of people to thank for our very... Uh, surprise and very uh, exciting impromptu show this morning. Thanks to Leo Stodaher, who did a wonderful job producing on uh, short notice when the news broke. We appreciate you, Leo. Thanks for a great job. We had the uh, all-star game roster of guests this morning, and we were glad to have them. The Hall of Famer, Pat Hughes, Ron Coomer joined us, Bruce Levine joined us, and Zach Zaidman joined us. All of our friends from Cubs Radio 
We're excited to talk to them about the big news of the day. And coming up next here on The Score, stick around for David Haw and Mark Grody. They are live at Kaiser Tiger on West Randolph, 1415 West Randolph near the United Center, as they do their remote, celebrating Chris Chelios' retirement number of his jersey. Uh, Join David and Grody from noon to 3. Lots of great guests there. Uh, as BetMGM and The Score honor Chris Chelios. All that is coming up next. I'm Mike Esposito. It's been a pleasure talking with you this morning. Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs. Grody and Haw coming up next here on The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.